Well, thank goodness there's, we can experience the Holy Spirit. There's ain't nothing like it, is there? People pay all kinds of money to go all kinds of things. And it don't hold a candle to what God can do. And the Holy Spirit, we sang the song this morning. Tis a kingdom of peace that is reigning within. We live in a world that is filled with people that don't have a lot of peace. I sometimes wonder if they even recognize it, the lack of peace in their life. But what a kingdom of peace it is, and I love the verse we sang this morning. I am lost in its splendor and beauty, and to its never-fading heights. I will rise till I see the king come to receive me and explore it with him in the skies. I'm so thankful tonight that uh, we're living in the in the kingdom where we are we're living in the kingdom of peace we're right here and dwelling there and i i um am not extremely comfortable with this job never have been probably never will be but i am thankful tonight that we don't depend on us i am so thankful that we're depending on on god i i just feel like um i guess y'all know uh four years ago deanna and i had a baby and uh a little unexpected, and uh, I hold that little girl's hand, and you know, and I know you, I'm not telling you parents anything, y'all experience the same thing, you would do anything for your children, right? Absolutely. and when they're so small, especially, you would just do anything, you would die for your children, yeah, would right. you not? You would die for your children, Absolutely. and everything that they go to do is probably a big deal when they're small but you know you could jump in there and do it for them you know and I hold her hand and I gotta you know she's right there and I just feel like our father's that way with us don't you know he is if we can just reach up and grab the father's hand and hold his hand don't you know he would do anything that's who we're depending on tonight we're not depending on us or anything but we're depending on God and he's got it he's got it he's full able everything we need if we will submit ourselves to God and therein lies the challenge right right uh, the brother mentioned this morning in, in young folks meeting about the world's filled with people who claim to be Christian yeah. and this building is filled with people right. that claim to be Always. Christian. And the scripture tells us um, that everyone that says, you know, that nameth the name of Christ isn't right. And I want to tell you this is a serious matter. We have but one life to live. And as we get a little older, you really, really realize how quick. Scripture says, what is your life? Right. It is but a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. It's gone just like that. And so uh, what do we have? But where your soul stands. And so I want to read to you the scripture over here in Mark. These are the words of Jesus in red. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples. Don't you love that? Just, I just yeah. picture Jesus just gathering people around, just 
come right here. This is Jesus. Called them all together. He said, whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Wow. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul, his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Right. I think everybody in this building probably has heard the gospel preached many, many times. And I want to tell you tonight that there is nothing more important than your soul. We spend so much time and energy building a life, what we think is a life. That's right. We spend time and energy building a bank account and building houses and cars and we put on the clothes and we we look pretty nice here. We probably all took a shower and we come out here and we look pretty nice, don't we? And it don't matter at all. Doesn't matter at all if our soul and our heart isn't right with God. We can't tell you anything else. Make a run for your life. It is your life. And it's more than your life because the decisions that you make affect the people around you. They affect your parents. They affect your children. They affect your coworkers. When you live a life for God, Gary and I were talking today about Brother Harry. And I said, what a man. You know, just we, we, we all experienced... Yeah. You know, just we were able to worship uh, just the uh, I, I, I can't I can't even put it into perspective, but a life for God lived. There's nothing more beautiful right. than a life for God lived. Right. Amen. What shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Amen. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You know, you're probably not thinking if you're not right with God. I you stand alone before God tonight. I will tell you that. You may have every one of us in this building fooled. That's right. And that's fine. But you stand alone before God. I stand alone before God tonight. Right. But you are giving something in exchange for your soul if you're not serving God. I don't know what it is. You may not know what it is. But you are giving something. Something is more important than your life with God. You're saying, God, I like these people. I love these people. I think a lot of you do. I think if you're in this building, you love sanctified folks. I love these people, but I'm just not quite sure. Can you lift your hand up and just grab God's? He's got it. Whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but I want to tell you God's got it. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words and this adulterous and sinful generation... Of him so also the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father and with the holy angels. Twelfth chapter of Romans. How about this? I beseech you. He was begging and pleading. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. 
The mercies yeah. of God, we know they're, they're, what, his mercy endureth forever. 136 chapter of Psalms, his mercy endureth forever. His mercy endureth forever. Yeah. He has extended his mercy to yeah. you. If you're in this yeah. building, he's extended right. his mercy to you over and Amen. over and over and over again. He's given you his mercy. Yes. You're standing today. You're here today because of oh. the mercy of God in your life. That's right. Whether you're sanctified or not, we're here today because of the mercy of God in your life. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Well, there has to be a death, doesn't it? A living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. God help us. That's the script. You know, I can have all kinds of opinions, and, and I, if I were to ask Brian five different subjects, he would have one opinion, and I might have another one. There's, there'd be a whole host. We got opinions, right? Yep. But let me tell you, there is one opinion that matters. It's the Word of God. Go back to the Word of God. It doesn't, you know. That's where we start. In the Christian world that we live in today, we've all experienced this. Things that were... 30 years ago considered sinful, they're no longer considered sinful. They're actually very normalized. In fact, not only are they normalized, but don't speak against them because then you, you know, y'all know where I'm going with that. I I just, we've seen it. It exists in the world today, but it is not the word of God. Let your life be conformed to the word of God. That's right. That's the conformity that we need is our life to be conformed to the word of God. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And there's the transformation. That's how the conformity comes. I said the other night, we, you know, we could all dress a certain way. In fact, we kind of are, right? We're all sort of dressed a certain way. And, and, and that is a, to a large degree is sometimes what we think of as conformity, right? right? That we should look a certain way or dress a certain way or act a certain way. And I don't want to say that your relationship with God will affect the way you dress. It'll affect the way you act. It'll affect the way you treat people. I think there's more scripture. It'll, it'll affect all of that. But that's not the conformity I don't think that he's talking about here. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The transformation comes from the heart. It comes from the inside. God changes the heart. And when he changes the heart, then the rest of the things follow because the heart is different. And then when you see sin in all of its vile cruddiness i I just it just looks not at all appealing there is no appeal there when god reaches down and changes the heart but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable and perfect will of god God. so the will of god in our life and i want to tell you i just the older i get the more i want to be found in the will of God. Amen. According to the word of God, according to the scriptures and the word of God, I want to be found serving God this way, not according to the world. You know, the scripture says, well, it says, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. So there's a commandment to be different. Yes, that's right. Right? 
That's just what the scripture says. The scripture also says, marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. Right. Wow. Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. And I don't know that I can find the scripture quickly enough. But uh, in the book of, uh, maybe it's in John, it is, it's in the book of John, St. John. He said, if the world hates you, it hated me before it hated you. So, so Christ was the first. He was different. He was hated. He, was, he received every punishment that greater than anything that we could say. And then we get in this world today and we sort of complain if our phone don't work. You know, uh, but I want just want to, to, to let us hold the Bible up is the example of our life. That's it. Let the Bible, let God be true and every man a liar. I don't care what the message of the world is today. I don't, I don't care what, what you're told is normal today. I don't care what you're, they're telling your children is okay today. And not only is it, maybe this bothers me more because it seems like it's coming out tonight. But it just seems like to me that there is a message out there that sin is normal and you should embrace it and accept it. And if you don't, then you're hating people and hating life. But that is not the word of God. The word of God sets a standard. It sets a standard. And the word of God is true. And it doesn't change. It doesn't change with the times. It doesn't change with politics. Right. It doesn't matter who's in the White House. Right. The Word of God is true. That's right. And we can look at it and let it shape your life. Right. And it will step on your toes. Yes. And it will guide your feet. I always say that the Word of God is like train tracks. You get a little off this way or you get a little off that way, you go back to the Word of God, you'll be right down the center. Because it will correct you. It will, it will feed you. It, and I, I just say to these young people, this Go the to the word of God. Right. You have so much influence in your life. These, these young people, it seems like today, more, than, more so than ever before, you're inundated by media on every hand, every time you, everywhere. Go to the word of God. It doesn't change. It doesn't move. It is a standard. And it is a bookmark and a plan to get to heaven. And in the end, when we're laid out here, I don't know that I've ever been to a funeral where they talked about how successful or how much money. Just, they don't talk about that, do they? No. Because it don't matter. Nope. No, it doesn't. Can I say that again? It doesn't matter. Right. Nope. But let your calling and election be sure. Be sure. Amen. Whatever you do, Wherever you go, I see people in this congregation that have sat here for many years, and I don't know your testimony. Perhaps you have a testimony that's wonderful. I haven't heard your testimony lately, as Brother Harry used to say. Um, I don't know your testimony. But make sure your calling and election is sure with God. Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Folks, God's got it. (laughs) He's big enough. He's strong enough. Whatever we need. I go back to the example of my little daughter. I would do anything I could for her. 
And that is our God to us. Whatever hurdle, and I know sometimes maybe just this aisle is a hurdle. I don't know what your hurdle is, but whatever your hurdle is, I want to tell you, nothing is worth your soul. The clock's ticking away for all of us. We're a little older today, right? Every one of us. And um, we need to make your calling and election sure before God. So teach us, teach us to number our days. That we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. I've often said this gray hair is is a joke that it's an example of wisdom. And God help us to teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts into wisdom. I want to tell you again, I, nothing else matters. But Amen. I, I'm sorry. Give me just a second. I want to read that verse again. No, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping it up. Whosoever will come after him, me. Jesus' words in red. Let him deny himself whatever it is that's standing in your way before God. Deny yourself and take up your cross and follow me. And let me tell you, when you do, (laughs) is it not the most wonderful thing? When you take the word of God down by yourself in in the early mornings, late night, whatever your time is, and worship with God, when you're riding down the road and having a conversation with God and tears streaming down the face, there's there's nothing in this life that replaces that wonderful relationship that you have with God. Whatever relationship that you have in life, ain't nothing like serving God. Amen. Ever. Ain't nothing like serving God. I'm so thankful to be sanctified. Y'all pray for me. Amen.